What's next? Welcome to another episode of What's Next. The purpose of this show is to talk about exactly that. What is next? What comes after? Tragedy, love, anxiety, risks? You fill in the blank. I will cover topics I've experienced. I'll have guests speak about their situations. And hopefully you as a listener will also send in your topic requests. And together we will find out what's next. Well, welcome to another episode of What's Next. Today is April the 24th, which means that I missed my planned episode to be on April the 19th, which would have been last week, obviously. That was the date, the anniversary would be four years uh, since my father passed. Um, The week was a tough week. I wasn't, uh, I I just, I guess I didn't have the energy or the... um, the clarity of mind is probably better to say. I don't have the clarity of mind to, to get on and record. So I decided to kind of let the week go by. Um, and uh, Easter was during the week. It was my daughter's birthday. Uh, so much going on, stuff at work. So I put off uh, doing the episode last week and decided to go ahead and do it this week. So we catch up and hopefully you don't really miss a beat as far as our week schedule goes. So I plan to wrap up the series, which has been talking about my dad, talking about the what's next on that, and so the worst day. Um, we've been talking about this for a few episodes now. Um, so I believe this is going to be episode number six, I think, um, which should be the final episode in the series. So I'd like to just kind of talk about, you know, kind of where we left off, and then going forward to where things are at today, and kind of wrap it up with where I'd like to go with the podcast and other ideas and thoughts that I have, and we'll kind of wrap up this series. At least that's the goal. We'll see where it goes. So, in last in the last episode, we talked about the funeral and prep, pre- making preparations for the funeral. We talked about, um, you know, s- being there uh, for somebody. Not just saying it, but truly, truly being there. We talked about the burial uh, of Fort Sam. We talked about doing what you can to help others out. And I talked about myself and my brothers and our different perspectives. And so I kind of want to get back to, which in talking uh, at that time about the funeral and and the services. So I remember after the funeral, we um, we didn't have a, an immediate burial it was the next day, which was a little bit different. You know, they, they took him back to the funeral home. Um, so we had the services at the church, and then they took him back to the funeral home. And then the next morning, um, we met out at Fort Sam Houston. And this was because that was the only date that they could get it, and we didn't want to have a super early uh, services. So we kind of worked it out that way. So we're at Fort Sam the next morning. What's crazy is this week, I know several of you probably have um, apps that will show you memories from last year, two years ago, or three years ago, and it's crazy how these these apps that we have now will show us things that sometimes it's a great memory I want to be reminded of, sometimes it's a memory I maybe didn't want to be reminded of, and sometimes it's stuff where you're like, wow. So a picture pops up 
and it was of the actual um, burial, well, the, the burial service. And so at the burial service, we're there, and in this picture that I'm looking at, I, I look into it, and I see faces of individuals that have passed on. And just thinking of, wow, you know, in four years, not only, you know, did we lose my father, but so many others. I saw Pastor Larry West uh, in the in the photo uh, performing the funeral, not realizing that in the time span between then till now, you know, he would fall ill and and uh, and he would go home to heaven. So it's something you would never think would happen. And so I think about all these things as I as I begin to look at that picture and begin to look at other photographs and look at other people and their situations and look at how much uh, life can change uh, over the course of just even not even four years, just the course of a year after. So that's kind of the uh, where where this whole podcast is the plan for it to go. And, and of course, we, you never know. We may have an episode where we talk about something and it just sticks and we just run with that. Who knows? But the what's next is kind of the premise that we're going with. So <clears throat> what has come next since this whole situation? What what has changed? What are some things that we did that uh, we wouldn't have done, you know, if this hadn't happened? So losing my father is a was a tragedy, is a tragedy um, beyond words. I can't even begin to explain how it has affected my world, my children's world, my wife, my brothers, their families. Um, it has affected us immensely, but not just on the level of the tragic side of it, but also the things that it has um, maybe uh, caused us to to go in certain directions we may not have gone in. And what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is that there were several directions that, like for Steve and I, for instance, my brother Steve. Um, not long after he, you know, began to play music at different areas and he began to, uh, he got involved in a band, um, that was playing and, and got to hit some pretty big stages and I got involved helping him out and as, uh, trying to help him out, I started buying DJ gear and DJ equipment, really sound gear and sound equipment to help him and with that. And then I decided to start DJing is something I always wanted to really get involved in, you know, um, have an ear for music and you know I just really wanted to really wanted to go forward with that and I don't know just things that I think we may not have ever tried but you know when you lose somebody and you lose them and like all of the sudden like that you know when you lose them like that it, it kind of changes your perspective that you know I'm not promised tomorrow that you know tomorrow may never come and this could be my last day and this could be my last opportunity and so if there's something I see out there and I want to do it and I want to go after it, then I'm going to do it. And so that's kind of been the driving course of how how I've lived since this has happened, um, which has kind of landed me in this whole podcast thing. You know, I, I wouldn't be here talking right now or recording these podcasts or doing any of this if that hadn't happened. So it's just certain things that kind of push you or drive you in a direction. And so, so that's where we're at with the with the podcast and uh and I believe that you know it really is because of those things that happened and and if I can go back and kind of look at things in order and try to put it together a timeline of you know this happened and this happened but I can tell you like there are things I just I would not have done I would not have gotten involved in 
um, changes in my own life I would not have made. Um, you know, since um, my father passed, I've had promotions at work. I've had, you know, different things happen there. Um, and, and I've changed as a person, and so I make decisions differently that may or may not have caused that to happen or, um, you know, and, and, may, and, and they kind of uh, change the course of the outcome of my life. So I say that to say that it's a choice. There, there really is a choice that you have to come to to say, you know, how is this going to affect my life? How am I going to allow my situation to affect my life? Uh, and I know that not everyone will agree, and that's okay. Nobody, not everybody has to agree with me. Um, this is my point of view. That's the whole reason I have the opportunity to come on here and talk about what my point of view is on this. But the way that I see it, is that it, I had a choice. I had a choice to decide how I would allow um, this situation to affect me. Now, did I have it figured out on day one? No. Do I, Am I saying I have it completely figured out today? No. I just got through saying how hard of a week last week was. It was challenging. It came out of nowhere. And, um, you know, when I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm starting to get this whole thing together, I had a rough week. Um, and uh, whether it's to be expected or not to be expected, that kind of stuff will happen. But what I am saying, or the point that I am trying to get across, is that it it's really a choice in how you decide you're going to allow it to affect you. Uh, so I could allow it to affect me so much so that I don't do anything. I don't go anywhere. I don't socialize. I don't talk to anyone. I don't... I, I basically, I, I don't do anything, you know? And there are several uh, individuals that get stuck in that rut, where it's just this the situation has so gripped me that I just can't move past it. And I can tell you that my my belief is that it's unhealthy. It is unhealthy to allow a situation like that to to grip you and just put you in 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 a state where you're just you're just stuck. Being stuck means that you can't move forward. You can't progress in life. Um, I have a wife and I have two children, right? So if I stay stuck, what happens to them? Do they move on without me? Do they try to stay stuck with me? If I'm miserable, should they be miserable? Or if I'm miserable, is it wrong for them to be happy? You see, this whole other um, level of things starts to um, kind of evolve and expand. And and um, so I had to realize that it's just it doesn't just affect me now. Where this stuff is so touchy is that, um, and I, I don't know if that's the right word, <coughs> excuse me, but where this situation is so um, critical or, I'm, I'm at a loss for the right word here, but um, but where this where it is such a, a uh, and I just don't know the word, maybe it'll come to me, but where it is so, um, you have to be careful. I guess is the best word I can think of here, but we have to be careful is with feeling like you have to conform and change and move forward because everybody else expects you to. Um, I think that's also dangerous, right? I think everyone needs time to grieve and everyone grieves differently and everyone has their own pace and everyone has their own, uh, their own way of dealing with things and their own anxieties and their own griefs and their own hurts and, so I don't think that it's one in one hand to say, well, you just need to move forward, right? But at the same time, you can't stay stuck. 
So you have to make some progress. Um, so I think you decide how big the steps are and you decide how far forward you're going to move, but you got to keep moving forward. You have to. Uh, and so, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I look now in the rearview mirror and I see that my dad has passed it and it's been four years. Now, if I stay stuck four years in the past, I want to progress to where I am now. And I'd still be uh, stuck there grieving and mourning and in sadness. And I know ultimately that's not what my father would have wanted. I know that for sure. He would not have wanted me to just sit there in sadness and, and just in grief and not being able to move forward um, really to do much. So I, I think that's, you know, where I'm saying is just, it's just a, that one situation. You just don't want to get, you don't want to get stuck. You got to move forward. So how, how do you move forward? How, how do you let go? How do you know when, okay, you know what? It's okay for me to, to move, move a step in the next direction. Well, I think accepting it is the first step. Accepting that what happened happened. You know, for me, I know that that was one of the first things I had to do was I had to come to terms with the fact that it happened. Um, I think the first, the first stage for me was being in denial that, you know, it was a dream. It, it didn't happen. It didn't, you know, that, that it wasn't real. Uh, you know, it's just a, a bad nightmare I'm going to wake up from. And so at some point I had to come to terms and grips with the fact that as much as I wish it wasn't true and as much as I wish it didn't happen, it did, it, it, it happened. And there's, you know, there's nothing I can do to, to change that. So that's the first thing is, is realizing it. And, you know, going beyond that, everyone is going to have, like I said, everyone's going to have a different take on that, on how you move forward. And it really, the reason for that is because we're all different and because we all have different takes, because it is different for each and every person that goes through something, especially in a tragic way. I know this foremost because I have two brothers who went through the exact same thing that I'm going through, went through the exact same tragedy, lost our father, we all lost him the same way, we all went through it, and if you talk to each one of us separately in a room and asked us, number one, how do you get through this, we'd probably all three have a different answer, except for the fact that we know ultimately um, is putting our faith and trust in God was ultimately what got us through it, but beside that answer, I think you'd get three different answers on everything else because we've all faced it differently. Today, I look at the fact that I I look at pictures of my father. I don't want to ever forget what he looked like. I listen to videos of him because I don't want to forget what his voice sounded like, and I watch the videos because I don't want to forget his mannerisms, and I, I just I don't want to forget. So I constantly go back and I look. Now, for me, that's that's something I, I, I do, I, you know. My brothers to this day, uh, they don't. They look at pictures, but rarely do they look at the pictures, and they definitely don't look at video, and they definitely don't want to hear his voice. And when I've asked, they've told me it's because you know, they they still, they just don't, they just don't want to hear it, you know, because then they'll feel like you know, oh, you know, he's still here, he's still alive, but, um, and so. I don't want to speak too much for their thought process, but other than to say that I know it, it differs from mine. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
It's just that there are different perspectives and every single person is going to be different. So how do you say, hey, here's how you get through something, buddy. Here's the answer. Here's the end-all, be-all. I don't know that there is an end-all, be-all. I don't know that there's a there's one um, big brush that you could paint with and say, you know what, if you do this, this is going to solve um, every problem in every situation um, that you're going to face. If you just do one, two, three, A, B, C, that's going to be the answer to anybody that goes through a tragedy. I don't, I don't have that. But what I can tell you is what I experienced and what I went through, which I feel like I've done in this series. I've kind of talked about, you know, what, what helped me, what, you know, or what I went through. And so since then, there have been some ups and there have been some, some other downs that have happened. You know, my, uh, <clears throat> my family, I almost lost my marriage, my home, everything. Um, it came to a point without getting too much into it where, uh, you know, my, my, my marriage was in jeopardy and my home was in jeopardy and uh, there were things that happened and I had to, uh, I had to fight. I had to fight for my home. I had to fight for my family. And finding the strength to fight for what you, what you know is right and for what you know you need and uh, after going through tra- tragedy, it's sometimes hard to find the strength to do that. Um, but, you know, in my mind, I've always said, i got to keep moving. Got to keep going forward. Got to keep progressing. And I've, since I was a young boy, that's always been my mindset is that I always got to go to the next thing. There's something else coming, and if I stop or I slow down, I'm going to miss it. Not gonna get it, so I gotta keep moving, gotta keep moving, gotta keep moving. And so that's how I've done it. That's how I've managed to cope and, and make it through this and other things is that I don't stay still, I don't stay stagnant, I don't wait, I move. And uh sometimes I think, hey, when that wave comes, if I'm moving, it's gonna be easier for me to jump on it. Right? So that's how I that's how I live life. Uh, is just looking for that next wave to catch. And so the what's next here. So the what's next for me is the podcast. <laughs> if you had to guess that already. So that's the plan, is to use this as an opportunity to help others. But not this, not just this. Um, there are some other um, outreach programs that I'm looking into um, here in San Antonio, Texas, um, to really reach out to those that are struggling with uh, uh, depression, anxiety, stress, um you know, suicidal thoughts, um, you know, those, those type of things. I really, um, I have a heart to want to help those that are in that situation and those that are struggling with that as, uh, coming from a family, you know, which I've talked in the other episodes where, you know, it's a pandemic. It wasn't just one person. There's three in my dad's family and I was close with all of them. And uh, to watch that happen in my family and to have somebody murdered in my family and to have uh, children um, die of, you know, tragic things. I had uh, uh, one of my, you know, my uncle, obviously, I didn't know him when he was a baby, but I had a cousin, you know, born with half a heart, you know, that lived 10 days and, and he passed. And, um, you know, the tragedy that surrounded that as a boy, watching them go through this and uh, seeing the family stay strong and trust God through it. But... But man, was it uh, was it you know tough and and so I'm saying all that to, to say this is that you know I I understand tragedy I know what it looks like I've had to look it in the eye quite a few times and so if I can be any 
hope or help or guide or whatever it is to somebody to say, hey, look, I understand somewhat of what you're going through. I understand what it's like to hurt. I understand what it's like to be afraid. But let me tell you, that doesn't have to be the end of your story. I got a, one of those tattoos tattooed on the inside of my wrist and um, it's the semicolon and I got it after my father passed. And of course, everybody has their own interpretation of what it means or why to get it. And of course, we know that that means the story isn't over. Then I look down and I think about my story isn't over. In fact, I think it's just begun, right? Uh, there's so much to write to my story and I'm not ready for it to be over. And so I want to move forward and push forward and I want to encourage. I want to encourage people that there are things that can come more positively after a tragedy. And so I feel like in my life, I, um, for the first time in four years, I'm happy. I'm happy with where things are at. I'm happy with uh, my home and my children and my life and my job situation. And I feel like, you know, I, we've been blessed beyond blessed and uh and if i you know if i can say that even in the midst of the things that i've been through and there are some things that i'm not even telling you about that i've experienced in the course of this 4 years um that are just too personal and were just too hard and and just a chasm too deep to even talk about and i know you say what could that be besides losing your father the way you did you want know, to leave it at that maybe someday i'll have the liberty to talk about it, but um, even in the midst of that, even in the midst of those things that I went through, I can tell you today that uh, I, I, I'm happy with where, where life is at. And does that mean that I don't still struggle with anxiety? <laughs> of course not. I'm human. Do I still struggle with, um, you know, I don't want to say depression, but uh, a feeling of loneliness and sometimes, of course, um, are there mornings I wake up and I'm like, man, I just don't want to, I just don't want to go anywhere today. I really haven't been experiencing that until kind of this last week. I was dealing with a little bit of sadness, missing my father. I think that's okay. I think it's normal to have a day or two where you take time out to just say, hey, I just, I just need to take a break for a little bit. I need to slow down for a minute. I need to think some things over. Um, and I think that's okay. You just can't stay stuck there. One of the cool things this past weekend, I'll talk about this before we uh, wrap up and talk about some upcoming things, is one of the really uh, cool things I got to do this past weekend, it was Easter weekend, uh, my brothers, uh, we got to get together um, and see each other on Easter. That's one of the craziest things you don't ever expect, is when you lose a parent and it felt like our family, you know, every Easter or Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever holidays, we always went to my dad's house. And, you know, after he passed, and of course my mom and her whole situation and the relationship with my brothers being what it is, uh, there is no home. There's no home to go back to. So, you know, it's like, well, what do you do now? You know, that's the tradition. That's what everybody does. That's what we did, you know, since we were kids and after we were married and with our kids. And so the traditions are gone. And so what do you do now? And so we try to, you know, see each other on Christmas and Thanksgiving, and we try to work it out on whose house it's going to be at, and uh, and uh, so, you know, we, we kind of do that, but on Easter, um, you know, we've never really been able to work it out to get together, and so this last Easter, uh, this last weekend, my brothers were able to come and celebrate um, uh, with uh, Ashley and her family, and it was really great for them to see them and have them come out and spend time, and... After that, we uh, we took a trip over to the cemetery, and uh, 
we have this picture, and I'm debating on whether or not to make it the cover art for this episode, but uh, we had this uh, this moment where we went out, and we just kind of, some of us laid out in the grass, and other of us leaned on the other headstones, and we just kind of sat out there, and we just talked about my dad. We talked about, you know, the good times. We talked about the fun times. We talked about the things that he would say. And, you know, we talked about, you know, stuff that he would say, like, while we were there, like, that he would say, you know, maybe uh, just how silly we were and you know, just, you know, it's really reminiscing him. And uh, it was actually a, a pretty fun time, you know, to get together. And then then we went after and we got some ice cream and some snacks and we spent the rest of the day together and just kind of, you know, looking back on the weekend and thinking that, you know, my father's legacy is not how his life ended, right? That's not his legacy. His legacy is how we go on living. His legacy is how I live my life and what I show my children and what I teach them and what I show them on how to live life and, and how do my son, how to become a man, you know, for the future, my daughter, how to become a, a young lady and a strong woman and, a, and, uh, and it, what we teach them, that's the legacy that my father leaves behind. And I have a choice. I have a choice on what I choose to teach them and what I choose to show them. Um, and I have an opportunity to break the curse um, so to speak, you know, people talk about family curses and they talk about generational curses and all these things. And I, I believe those things are real. I believe there's genetic things. I believe there's all of those things. Um, but I believe you have to be equipped with the knowledge and with the understanding that there are other choices to make there. That's, that's not the end all be all, you know what, things aren't going good. So here's my answer or things are going really bad. So this is my answer or things are just, I don't even have an answer for it. So this is my answer. And so I, I think the first thing is, you know, getting that out of even the conversation or the thought process of it even being an option. And so um, you know, just looking back at the memories that we create and the things that we choose to teach our kids. And so I want to teach them that, you know, life can be good and things can be happy and things can be fun. Um, but at the same time, you have to work hard and, you know, earn those things. And, you know, things aren't easy. Life isn't easy. And there will be challenges. There will be tough roads. There will be tough things that will come at us. And so my dad used to, you know, always talk about, and then people tease me all the time because my dad was such a big Batman fan. Uh, but he liked that one quote, you know, what says, which says something that I think is what defines us is not um, how, I, I, I can't remember. I think it's what defines us is how well we rise after falling, right? So, uh, which is, I know, a silly Batman quote, but my dad used to talk about how it's about getting up. It's about keep going. It's about, you know, trying and uh, not giving up, not quitting. That was one of the things that if if I want to take anything away from my father's life, not his death, but his life, um, because I know this may sound silly, right? Because, you know, he quit on life, right? But one of the things that he did teach me in his life was not to quit, was not to give up, and was to finish whatever I started. And I remember we would be up till late at night working on something, and he would not quit. He would not stop until he was done. 
And I've kind of taken that trait on, and of course my wife hates it. But if I'm working on something or I'm doing something, I am not stopping until it is done. I am finishing the job. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to finish. I'm going to go forward. It's going to get done. I'm going to finish. And so the purpose of this podcast and going forward is that I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish strong. I'm going to run with my life, and I'm going to do everything I can to be the best, to do the best, and carry on to the best because that's what my dad would have wanted. That's what my dad taught me. And so I'm going to move forward, and I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep going. So uh, anyway, stay with us. We'll get on to some other podcasts about some other topics. I hope you guys have enjoyed this series. If you have any comments or questions, remember you can always email me. Um, the email address is what's next podcast at gmail.com. And the what's next, of course, is spelled with uh, W-A-T-S uh, podcast, um, which is actually spelled with a K. So it's what's next P-O-D-K-A-S-T at gmail.com. So send me your emails and your thoughts, your thoughts on this series, your thoughts on a series you'd like me to cover or something that you want to talk about and you're just, hey, I, I want you to research this subject and I want you to talk about it. You know, it's something I want to hear about, but, you know, I'm not sure it's something I want to, you know, that I want to talk about myself. And, and so let me know. I'd be happy to to visit that and look into that and, and find out what's the what's next on that right so um you know other uh episodes will be coming different topics different subjects uh different guests they plan to have on so i hope you've enjoyed this series thanks for listening until next time what's What's next? next